Hey guys, it's Yusuf. I just wanted to update you guys on what we talked about today. We talked about the butterfly effect and what that means is basically negative or positive things that basically impacted you in your life, whether it would be uh, things that you went through or we also talked about people that impacted you in some sort of way. Uh, hope you guys enjoy. Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Two and a Half Mollies yeah, with your boy Smile. We got Khalid over here. What's up, guys? And we got also Yusuf. Assalamu alaikum. And uh, how you guys doing so far? Alhamdulillah, man. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Just prepping for game one. Game one, not mentally. Huh? <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs> You're just trying to... What do you think is going to win? I'm in the bubble right now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I think LeBron's going to win. <laughs> By how much? I think it's going to be a close game, personally. Nah. I think it's going to be a close game. Or maybe Why they, be they pull game? away in the fourth quarter. Like, you know, the game one is always when... The feel out game, like huh? the feel out game, you know, like where the no, I'm just saying the se- it's the series is over, man. Yeah, yeah. Before it's, it started, it's obvious that like it's it, it it's a good chance that the Lakers are gonna win, but I feel like the Miami is gonna go off in the first two quarters of this nah. game. I don't, I don't give know, a man. shot, bro. Personally, man, I because their best player can't even get up twenty, fam. But yeah, let's just not get into ball. <laughs> it's gonna take another hour or so, yeah. you know. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, wallahi. Just, you know, working. So, mm-hmm. Busy, man. What's up with you, Smile? Oh, man. Me, I've been... It's just school at home, you know? It's just weird. Well, I... You just... Uh, it's not good to... St- uh, one thing I can say is it's not good to study on your bed. Well, I just... One day, you're just knocked out. <laughs> and then another... Uh, so, I just do on the desk anywhere else this guy's on zoom knocking out in front it, of his teacher huh? the, worst, <laughs> the worst one is that i hurt you know <laughs> one of my classes you have the ability to mute the teacher and they got what yeah microsoft teams but then they can tell you muted the teacher. no it doesn't the guy just says it stops someone says you're uh sir you're muted <laughs> and then you're like and the guy's like sorry i don't have control of this uh you know you guys stop being immature <laughs> oh so you're telling me if you mute it no one can hear yeah you could click oh you could click the teacher's gosh. icon and then you can mute him that's, <laughs> that's crazy. hectic bro <laughs> oh, uh, no there has to be some kind of like control though. no there isn't the guy said i have no control over this yeah, and he's a soft he's a like, he's a software teacher you know he knows he said i have no control i searched this up yeah. <laughs> Not that I have anything. <laughs> Shout out to Fatty Malik, huh? <laughs> nah, man. But other than that, I'm not gonna lie. Did you guys check out the the, the debates yesterday? Well, See any of the videos? No, bro, that, that, that doesn't concern me, Trump? man. That doesn't concern me. But I heard, <laughs> well, I heard the guy say Inshallah. Wallah, it's smart. It's very smart. Huh? Inshallah. Yeah. But he's just trying to, bro. To be honest, shoot. Because he's trying to throw keywords, you know. He's trying to throw keywords. Because this guy he was talking about, he's like, "What are you gonna show us?" Inshallah, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. As in, like. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah he used it well. It was he good timing. Well. Good timing. Bro, I didn't hear it, but uh, I seen the. I just seen the highlights, you know. I wasn't there for the real game, but like uh, the real speech. Sorry, but. game. <laughs> yeah Yeah but that guy's an idiot fam But I'm not gonna lie to you They're I've both seen other videos About Donald Trump fam This guy's not like that bro He's actually a smart guy He's bro. extremely smart But you know The thing like, is He's actually like the way Wallahi I think he just acts retarded For some people to just understand I watched the video on that They say Donald yeah. Trump Uses very simple English Because the majority of America It's smart to use spe- When you're addressing A whole country house, huh? No when you're addressing A whole Yeah when you're addressing Linux. A whole country You have to use words That everybody can understand Yeah So even the kid Was like yo Build the wall, like khatar, khatar, you know. Hey, yeah, they get look. He's amazing speech. Like he's amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. how do you say it? A person who gives what speeches. Co- order. Order. <laughs> khatib. He's yeah. amazing khatib. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But um, nah, he's smart, Allahi. But honestly, like that doesn't concern me one bit. It's just funny to watch, Allahi. Fam, we're just fighting against each other, Allahi, and just interrupting and just entertaining to watch. I'd say that. Sound like Yo, a two and a half podcast. What was it called? Biden. Like that guy had, had a stroke or something. Like he's just forgetting everything. Oh, sheesh! Like there was one time he said, "Yeah, I'll show you the video later." It was funny, Allah. <laughs> no, but I think the one, the, the thing that made me laugh the most was they were talking. I think at, at that point they were talking about either healthcare or coronavirus, and then they were basically saying the guy said something about yo, this guy don't believe in him. He's not smart. And then Donald said, Donald Trump said. I'm not smart, <laughs> me. And he's like, what? What universe? They said you weren't even in the record books of the <laughs> university you went to. 
fam, I was dying laughing. Allah, I'm not gonna lie to you. These guys, it just felt like they're on the playground, just roasting each other. Allah, yeah, I said, yeah, that wasn't a debate, bro. It was. It's, it's, <laughs> that it's was absolutely a shame, fam. Even even the people, like I think I was, I think it was on CNN or something. I don't know. It was one of the news channels, but they were basically saying one of the people on live every TV said, "Yo, this is a shit show." Every news that was channel. Kha, mm. Every news channel saying it. No, but I'm saying live on TV, this girl said, "Yeah, this is a shit show." Yeah. For lack true. of a better term, she said something like that. <laughs> No, but I'm not gonna lie to you. It was, was kind of entertaining to watch. I, I didn't watch the whole thing though. I watched it till like halfway. It's funny when he said, "Proud Boys Stand By." <laughs> proud yeah. Boys. Stand what by are the Proud Boys? I don't even know what they do. White supremacist. It's white supremacist. Oh, yeah. he said stand. He doesn't. He doesn't say stand <laughs> down. Stand by. Stand that means back, you're gonna by. come back. Yeah. Huh? Booster. But yo, I, honestly, like, a lie. Controversial opinion. America is nicer than Canada. In some ways, yes. No, in, in most ways. Yes. Well, like, can you name a few? Brother, everything like they have every sport, they have every everything that you can imagine. Beaches, it's more diverse, more diverse, more diverse. So you're more, just saying more it's a more entertaining place to it's be. It's just a better place to be. Plus, you don't get taxed as hard, you know. It's like, good. Honestly, it's, like I'm thinking of moving there, bro. Inshallah, in the future. Yeah, until you get hurt, you know. It's it's America's a better. Until you get hurt, from no the insurance. So you just pay insurance for. But not everybody can afford that. It's not expensive though, because a lot a, of people are poor over there. Yes. But I'm saying if you have a decent job, how do you think the whole... So if no one could afford it, would the whole population be dead right now? No. Like the logic doesn't that, make no. sense. People just gas it. They're just like, yo, 5K if I break a leg or something. That's cap. That, that's true. That's no, no. True. It's true in the sense that if you don't have insurance, then that's what you're going to pay. Yeah. But most people have insurance. Most people have insurance from their pay, jobs. It's just like insurance. like what? A bill a month or two bills a month? Think about it. Logically, you're paying... Mm -hmm. 40 50 percent of your your no, right I, now, you know, say you make 80 bands brother you're gonna be in the 30 percent tax bracket or something so they're taking all your like for something you might not never even happen when was the last time you've been to the emergency let's just me just think about it alhamdulillah not, not alhamdulillah never. not a while right no, yeah, so barely. bro for basically they're taking all this lag and they're saying oh okay we give you free health care for what no it's more of like a lot of the money when you get more and more when you get more and more money the money that you you make goes to people who are less fortunate that actually use it. That's how it works. Brother, but like I'll give charity out of my own time. <laughs> don't don't tell me how to give charity. You know, it doesn't even make sense. And you're not even giving charity. They're taking it from you. It's a mandate. Yeah. So you're yeah. not even getting the edge of for even. Yeah. And most of your money goes to like poor people, right? So right now, let's just say, oh, we go to university, all of us, we graduate, inshallah, we get a good job, right? Hundred bands. Inshallah, 150. 150 bands, bro. There, you know, the, the majority of tax comes from people above 90 bands, yeah, yeah. That's the most people that pay the taxes, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, low key, all these Hoyas have been scamming, <laughs> their kids now, are gonna get scammed, yeah. Back. Now, basically, it, come back it, it comes around it comes a lot, back of, a lot around. of yeah, that's low key in that sense. I can it's see poetic justice, huh? It's poetic justice, but a lot then of again, are like they say, they, they claim they claim uh, child benefit or harm. It's coming back around. Welfare, welfare, welfare. It's coming back around. Bro, my, yeah, I asked Mahoya if it's funny. I asked Mahoya. I said, why? You know, Hegbet. I was like, yo, why did a lot of people... You know, like Hegbet, for example, is... Uh, it's, it's a, basically a, a halal way of financing. Hegbet is basically a, like a method of every, 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 pot, every month you put in a pot and then one person gets the gets pot it. every month. So I'm on month 11. Off too. Uh, yeah, it's an interest fee. Like a, it's a good savings. It's a no, no, it's an interest fee loan. Interest fee loans, basically, yeah. right? So it's a system. And I mean, I asked my mom, I was like, it's way better if you just e-transfer. Why do you have to go to someone's house and give them cash in an envelope, right? <laughs> mm. And I'm always like, <laughs> a lot of these people, they're on, you know, they're doing scams with the they're welfare and all that. Bro. Yeah. No, so mafia. they don't want to be on record. They go with the church call. They, <laughs> they have <laughs> envelope. They're in the mafia. Like. Sometimes I have to be the, the courier or like. Sometimes I swear I to God, to one lie. time I seen, I think, 50 bads of cash. <laughs> Crazy. You know, I'm just like, is going. <laughs> Let me tell you guys a story, bro. One day, Mahoya, Mahoya is doing some... They do, they do think of this random some, older head. Some old ears, like, ha, ha, ha. 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 <laughs> we know what to do with this money. And there was one time, basically, Mahoya was on Hagbed, right? She was doing it. And then I think I was carrying, wallah, I think, wallah, I think there was close to 8K mm -hmm. in cash, right? Yeah. And take this in, wallahi, like, the, the building that I was going to was, like, maybe three minutes away. Mm -hmm. And I was with my cousin. And usually I do it by myself, you know. I know the habir that I go to. Don't tell me you lost a conversation. <laughs> Let me tell the story, man. So I was with my cousin, and my cousin just moved in with us, you know. So basically, she, she said, Yo, I've never seen money like this. I said, Oh, do you want to hold it? I said, Adi. So she put it in her pocket, and I don't know what I was thinking, but I just said, You know what? Let's race. So we raced all the way to the building. When we got there, she said, Okay, Adi, give me the money. Found my cousin only had $20, bill, like $20 bill in her, in her pocket. Everything else fell out. 
So I was so a lot. I, I just said, I just told myself, I said, yeah, I'm done. Well, I'm probably going to just stay outside. I'm going to live on the street. I can't go back to Mahoya now, you know? Then, but basically, I remember Mahoya, one of the things that I, I remember Mahoya telling me, and I still remember it till today, is she said, I don't know if maybe you guys ever heard it, but like a lot of the times, Mahoya's way of belief is that like if you end up losing something, maybe someone who needs it was probably going to get it, you know? Or maybe it might come back to you later on in your life, you know? But that's basically yeah. what Mahoya told me. So the money's gone. The money was gone. I, oh. I never met it again. And it's close to eight. Oh. Yeah, eight thousand. Oh my god! It was what was it? Seven, yeah. seven ninety, seven ninety-eight is gone. Twenty dollars. Allah, he's just twenty dollars in the pocket. Mahoy just said, "Keep that too." I just felt bad, man. Damn. <laughs> no, but oh. uh, you're probably not carrying any more. So, but how did she lose the money? Yeah. Can you not backtrack it? Say it again. You should not have backtracked. No, but at man. the same time, Wallahi, either one of two things probably happened. Because first of all, it was all in cash. It wasn't in an envelope. So the thing is, the whole cash in the pocket, so it probably just fell out. Not obviously one at one time, but it just fell out in bills. Yo, on that point, I have a question. If you see eight bands on the ground, would you take it? I'll, give, I'll tell you another story. <laughs> I'll tell you another story. <laughs> I'll tell you another story. So basically... <laughs> So basically, astaghfirullah, man, don't hold me to this, but I think I was like maybe eight years old and I went trick-or-treating, okay? <laughs> With a couple of my cousins, right? And then we all went and I remember when we were trick-or-treating, bro, take this in, Adam, it was right beside your crib. So then, anyways, we were we were just walking, 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 and then finally we got to, we got to one crib, it was like a haunted house, and then I was too shook to go, so I just stood outside, you know? Anyways... I'm just looking around, fam, and I see some skull right beside me. I was shook. But when I looked closer into the thing, I saw something on the side. I literally moved the skull around. No word of a lie, brother. There was $1,000 sitting down there. Cash. Took it. It was in an envelope? Or no, it was, was in it? a wallet. So you took it? I took oh, it, man. I, I took it home. Yeah. I said, yo, I'm not going to lie to you. I said, yo, this is a co What else could I have done? That's Take a come this in. You know, the thing is, brother, what happens if it's, the, you know, the guy who owns the... Did you not get back, though? Like, did your hoi be like, where'd you get the bag from? I told Mahoy. Mahoy said, just take it. Oh, okay. Mahoy was just like, yo. Was it in the random... It was just in a random place, huh? Yeah, no, it was on the street. It was someone's <laughs> lawn. So they just took that, man. Shit. I'm not gonna lie to you. I still I feel bad, but at the same time, the thing is, the question that I you have is this: Imagine, <laughs> yo, is that yes, haram? Would that be haram? How you don't but even know who it is? How about the guy is gone? Okay, the money's just there. one time I found like fifty in a subway bag, and I just took it back when I was with no, you. Different uh, Islamic rulings on finding treasures. Nice, nice. Before, I don't, I don't, who's I don't, the guy I, talking? First of all, is that <laughs> is that out of a safe? <laughs> Introduce yourself. I know Sheikh. Yeah. I'm not scholar, but Allah alam as Sheikh. But I appreciate there's there's a size of finding treasures. Yeah. Or finding things that finding something to like a tre- like a treasure. Because yeah. sometimes or, or, people lose money and they get over it. So in that sense, if they got over it, would that be okay? Allah alam. Three days. I can't tell you. Anyways, I took the money, bro, and I was a thousand dollars rich. I just have a question, Allah. If it's a wallet, is it like a, a health card? At that point, how did you not double check? At that point check? in time, at that point in time, you don't see nothing, brother. You have you your eyes closed. You take the money, bro. Brother, you you know how usually you take with the right hand, but I took with the left hand. Let me take that. Put it in my pocket. I will tell you the story. I'm not gonna lie. I see a lot of blue hats here. A lot of a lot of cap in here. First of all, I have a question. The story. Yeah, it's the, it's the backtrack. Number one is, <laughs> why would your Hoya tell the eight old son to keep a band? <laughs> no, no, no. She took the band from me, but I'm saying the band was mine. So now it's in my pocket. But obviously, I gave her a couple, you know, maybe a couple, 300, 400, you know? Yeah. But for the most part, the other part went into my bank account. But yo, Alhamdulillah, still one that band. And you said you were eight. So that must have been like a million dollars to you, bro. Because me, I remember when I was eight, money was like, wow. 50 beads. Hard to come around. beads. Two beads were hard to come uh, around. I was flexing with two beads, bro. That was the extra foot on Friday. You saw gold and silver, you're like going crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah. Anyways, we're going to basically leeway into what we wanted to talk about uh, or the topic for today. And um, I'll sort of link it to what I had to say. But basically what we're going to talk about is experiences or people that basically have a positive uh, impact on our lives and and things that we learn through those experiences uh, and we change for the better in a way. Simply put, butterfly effect. Yeah. Yeah. So the way that... Can you you explain that analogy actually? uh, There's like a theory basically that like uh, extremely small things affect the whole world. Like for Mm. example, a butterfly 
it will touch a leaf and the leaf kind of shakes <laughs> shakes and yeah. then the tree a little bit yeah. and then the apple falls it hits me i get cheese i slap my wife <laughs> as you can my wife, see my wife gets cheese at the kids and then at the end uh it goes towards a whole world war or something mm-hmm. i you know it's basically to put it simply it's just small things in your life that created a ripple uh, uh, created a ripple effect or a huge uh, thing or one guy said you know what you know, nice shoes, man. And then you just become a sneakerhead. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Something that's a like good, that. it's a good example right there, man. Yeah. So. Nice. Uh, I think we should, uh, what we could start off by, by doing is maybe doing it in segments. So we could start off by doing it in terms of the Life dean. Like, lesson. is there anything that sort of affected you guys? Man. Like, affected me, like, to, like, realize the importance of religion, right? Yeah. I feel like one of the biggest, um, wake up calls for someone or kind of a reality check is death mm-hmm. when it comes to practicing the religion or going back to religion and for me wallahi five years ago i've kind of experienced um someone close to me pass away my cousin mm-hmm. uh, so may allah have mercy on him i mean um and at that moment i've never seen someone pass away or i've never seen a dead body or i've never even the concept of death was foreign to me mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean like i was living as if wallahi like I was going to live forever, self, like, you know, yeah, like, mm-hmm. you know that feeling, you yeah, know, when you start getting relaxed, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you just have your goals, you're like, I'm going to get a Beamer, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. at 30, at 40, at 50, yeah. like, you live without the concept of death, you know what I mean? Crazy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah, no problem. Yesterday, it was crazy, yesterday, my mom got a phone call Yeah. From my neighbor's, my neighbor's son yeah. got into a car accident on yeah. Conroy and Leitrim, you know, yeah. like a dark path yeah. at night, yeah. so now he lights, yeah. he's behind the airport. Yeah. So he said that the person came to the full-on collision, yeah. and the guy died instantly. The guy Yesterday. Like, like, like four days ago, three days ago. Yeah, subhanAllah. SubhanAllah died instantly. And then he's saying that... Your neighbor's... M- my neighbor's son. Yeah. And the pump, and the was her other son died like six months ago. Yeah. In a car accident? No, no, in a shooting. Okay. Yeah, in the area. So then what's scary was that he calls Hoya. He's like, Hoya, I'm coming in like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then Hoya said, no, I'll, I'll make food for you. Mm-hmm. So the whole night she was like, yo... My son's not here yet, you know? Mm-hmm. He waited, stayed up, stayed up. And then in the morning or late night, the police came to our door. She said, yo, your son passed away mm-hmm. in a car accident. She was devastated. Mm-hmm. So just showed you how, like, life it over, you know, you give you 30, exactly. 35, you, just, you know, like... You just live, like, the live. thing is, when you live without the, the concept of death, it's going to catch you off. First of all, it's going to catch everybody off guard. Of course. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, you know, even if you're the best Muslim, mm-hmm. you're still going to have a little business yeah, going yeah. on. You still, it's going to catch you off guard, mm-hmm. you know? But anyways, like, me, it was foreign to me. And then my cousin passed away. I went to the funeral and I went to even see his body when they were cleaning it. And I've seen the dead body. And then Wallahi started clicking in my head like, yo. That's scary, man. Seeing it's a seeing it that Wallahi, it's very traumatized because you're like, yo, this could be Wallahi, this could be anyone, yeah. this could be me, you know? So from then on, Wallahi, it's just, I try to just keep her. That's, I feel like that's the best reminder, you mm-hmm. know? Death. Yeah, that's a big one. It's the best mm-hmm. reminder, in my opinion, because you're going to know that, yo, let me make the most out of my time, mm-hmm. you know, and let me. Take care of my religion, you know. Even Prophet said that always remember the what that takes away the joy of life. The pleasures, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Always remember that. For me, I have a similar story. That's not about death, though. But I think this was back in grade seven, man. Grade seven, grade six. Uh, I was visiting a friend's house mm-hmm. after school one time, and I was there the entire entire evening. So my mom and, the, and my friend's mom they were close. I was there the entire day. We were chilling. We went played basketball. We went out, and then. As a kid, me, alhamdulillah, like I was, I was taught to pray. You know, mm-hmm. so I used to pray. Mm-hmm. But when, you, when I was with friends, I like, I would be, I'll, I'll be having fun. I'll forget a lot sometimes, you know. Maghrib mm-hmm. playing two key, you know, play ball, go out. Yeah, yeah. So then, this is about like 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming home, and I think I missed like Asr and Maghrib both. Yeah, yeah. So just chilling, and then Muhammad asked me, Adam, did you pray uh, any, any salat today? Mm-hmm. I'm like, and then I remember, I thought, damn, no, I didn't pray. And that was the first time like I see Mahoya like this angry before. Mahoya just snapped. Like she snapped the point where like I got scared for myself, like Adam, you messed up a lot. Mm-hmm. And she gave me the biggest lecture of the car at home. Mm-hmm. She told me whatever you're doing, whatever you're at, no matter no matter who you're with, you must never forget your salah. Like regardless who you're with. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're out with friends, you're playing basketball, mm-hmm. pray your salah on time. And every time, even I'm with you guys, you know, we're going to go hoop, yeah. we're going out, I tell you guys, yo, come and pray, you know? Because mm-hmm. I, remember, I, I remember that day vividly. Mm-hmm. And after that day, I was always scared, you know what? I was always praying my salah. She told me that, don't, don't be a person who abandons your salah, you know? 
regard situation. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so that that time for me, that moment was like a big change in my life. Even so today, I remember like if, if I'm with the homies hooping, from the homies hooping, that I have to pray, you know? Yeah. That's just me, man. After me, changing me. Uh, so for me, Khala had a very amazing, Adam had very amazing points where they, you know, kind of got a woke up call. For me, but for me, it's uh, it's something small, basically, and it's uh, someone was talking to me a while back, like probably when I was probably like fourteen or fifteen years old. They're like, "Yo, like a good example would be like if you're meeting the you know Justin Trudeau, for example, you'd come in correct, you know, you'd come on time, you'd come before ten minutes. Like, sorry, sorry. If you had a better example, if you have a job interview, what are you gonna do, Khalid? What what I'm time are you gonna come? I'm gonna show up. You're gonna show up. You're gonna yeah. sit down. You're gonna say hey to the secretary. Hey, how's it going? How's it you know? going? <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna look fresh. Everything, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But and that's just a guy who's giving you a a, a job. Mm-hmm. You know. How about think about the prime minister, for example. You would be way more coming with the suit. You know, photo op. He comes. You take a picture and everything, right? So it's you know what I'm saying. You guys get what I'm trying to say. Yes. So yes. basically, like, it's, imagine the Lord of the Worlds and everything, and you're and and he just says, just come the five times, and even the five times, there's ranges between each salah has his yeah. time. Obviously, it's best to pray on the time yeah. of. So so what excuse do you have, or what excuse do I have to miss a salah? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and uh, a crazy thing is like recently, uh, a couple of years ago. Like Justin Trudeau actually went to a message near my house, mm-hmm. and literally, wallahi, packed I, house. I was walking. Wallahi, I was walking in my area, my house, because I live close to the message. Yeah. I was walking in my area, and then I see like cars parked at where I live, right? So then I was like, "What's going on?" I went and I went in the message. Literally, people like like wallahi, I think it was more than eight salah, and they came just because Justin Trudeau came for a photo op, you know? Ah, I took a couple pictures. Salam alaikum. And then I was like, "Then I like, <laughs> guys. Yeah, he's like, Ramadan. Inshallah. Ramadan Mubarak. Ramadan Mubarak. Mubarak. Canada Day Mubarak. John Frazier. That's John Frazier. Always coming to us. John Frazier. For a photo of the same speech. Same. The Ottawa South community is the most diverse community. It's the most diverse. We love our Muslims. We love your sambusas. What's the shorty at? Olivia, I need a vendor, but she has the whole hold on the Nepean area. If you're, if you're listening, in, so like <laughs> come on, man, fix up. <laughs> so yeah, so well, I hate that, and obviously, you know, Islam. The crazy part is, is uh, every reminder is beneficial to a believer. You know, yeah. so we're constantly being reminded. We're constantly being told to look up. So that would, I would say, great point, fam. Great point. For me, like you guys made some good points, and uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. A lot of the times you guys are talking about experiences that you had. For me, I'm not going to lie to you when it comes to the aspect of questioning me, questioning my own faith. I feel like the the thing is, is I look at it like a person in a way kind of changed me and challenged the way that I thought about certain things, mm. you know. And the person, his name was Brother Ryan. So oh. for you guys, you guys went to Islamic school, you might you guys might have known him. Ismail and Khalil were in our OG class. So he knows him. Adam, I think, you, do you remember him? Yeah. Yeah, so for the people who don't know, uh, Brother Ryan taught me and Ismail and Khalid in grade 7. Yeah, he's Caucasian. He was a Caucasian man. Okay, he was a, he was a I convert. I just put that in there. He was a convert or a revert. Um, and he came in for, for one year and he taught us. And I'm not going to lie to you, in that one year that he taught me, I believe truthfully there's not a lot of people in my life that have like made made a, a positive impact in my life that I'll always remember forever, you know? And yeah. I'm not going to lie to you, he's one of them, you know? And and I'll tell you what happened. Basically, grade 7, a lot of the times, first of all, I was in Islamic school for grade 5 and grade 6. And I'm not going to lie to you, there was never, other than Islamic studies, there was nothing, and obviously us praying together, there was nothing really linked towards the Quran, obviously. There was nothing really linked to us learning more about knowledge other than Islamic studies, you know, mm-hmm. and, and obviously Quran class. So for what Brother Ryan uh, put into place towards the beginning of the year was he made it clear that every Friday was going to be a reminder. A reminder, yeah. And I'm not going to lie to you, every single, for Ismail and Khalid, you guys remember, 
every single Friday was just it felt like tear day. Bla- t- everybody was crying. Everybody let it out that week. Because the, the whatever bla- whatever you were holding in that week was all. Masha Allah, man, the way heart softeners, huh? The heart softeners. The heart talking. Wallahi, the way that he was talking in my life, I'm gonna be honest. In my life, nothing ever touched me in terms of the deen. If I'm being honest, there's nothing that really touched me the way that the way he was saying certain things. I remember he was even talking about the story of how Hamza died. Yeah. I was literally crying buckets like you know I couldn't stop. Wallahi. The first time I met Brother Ryan, the first time I met Brother Ryan was at a resurrection. I don't remember resurrection. Yeah, I remember but that. But this, wow. is, this, this is the old one, back in Algonquin days. Mm-hmm. Back when I was in, in, in B-building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, this, I was like young. I was like, I'll say 11, 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, around grade 6, I was like, around that time. Mm-hmm. I, came, I, came, I came to the spot, and then I came to the spot, and, he was, and this is the first time I seen him in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know who he was. Yeah, and he gave the most fire speech. Mm-hmm. I res. Yeah, I res. Yeah, I res. Yeah. I was like, damn, yo, this guy, this guy can talk, man. He's yeah. an orator, huh? He's a... he knows, he knows how to like put words into your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. I seen that to me. I'm not gonna lie to you though. I feel like sometimes I just cried because it was the status quo. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like everybody was crying, so I had to shout. I had to front a little bit, you know. Like I see my nigga Yusuf crying, I see all the niggas crying. I said I had to, you know, I had to boost a little bit, you know, because yeah. sometimes it was just some whack topics. Like this guy was talking about, yeah, you have to if you have a camel, do this, and these niggas started crying. I was like, come on, man. Two, three tears out. And I'm not gonna lie to you, for for me, I think what we started to do, I don't even remember who started it. It might have been, I think it might have been either one of two people. I think it might have been Ismail or it might have been Nurdin. Or one of you guys basically, hey. you guys started doing the talk, whoa, like the whoa. reminders yourselves. You know, Same saying like, oh, uh, is it okay I if I recall. can make I don't recall. But I remember Ismail was saying one of the reminders, just to go a little off topic. Ismail was talking about a reminder about a soccer, a soccer way of thinking about yeah. something. Ismail, yeah. do you want to explain on that? <laughs> <laughs> but a soccer way? He was basically <laughs> saying, yeah, like, all, like, my, all I remember is, he was saying, dude, he used to come with the death topics <laughs> all the time, bro. <laughs> Damn. Yo, shout out to Nudie. Shout bro. out to Nudie, man. That, yeah. Those topics, man. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll say this t- just to conclude. Um, what I had to say about Brother Ryan. First of all, let me just uh, say that Inshallah, man, this guy is one of the guys who goes to Jannah for those, I mean, you I know. Mean. And 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 I appreciate all the stuff that he he did for me personally, right? There's a lot of things. Obviously, Grade Seven. Sometimes you make some mistakes, you know. And you did some things, but I'm not gonna lie to you. He made a definitely a positive impact to me. And I'll say this just to conclude that a lot of people talk about when you when you grow up. A lot of the times, you see people just due to circumstance that they're Muslim because their parents are Muslim, you know. And and they go on through life just coasting and by knowing some certain things. And I'm not gonna lie to you. At that time, I knew I knew Quran obviously, and I knew some aspects about the Deen. But I wasn't strongholded, and I felt like at that time it was more of not an obligation, but it was a circumstance that I was Muslim. And I think he changed my mindset, and he made it. At that point, all the stuff that we hit it by the end of the year, I felt like I was a Muslim, and I was a part of Islam, and it was a choice to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And I changed that way. It wasn't due to circumstance anymore. I wanted to learn more about the Deen, and I wanted to learn more Quran, and it was because of him, and obviously other stuff that occurred too. So. That's crazy um, because, no, that's crazy because uh, it just reminded me of like what the next, it kind of aligned with the next thing that we're going to talk about. And it's, it's, it's to like for us right now, it's uh, we, when we look at kids, grade seven, you know how small they are, you know yeah. what I mean? Like a lot of people look, a lot of people look down upon like people grade seven, grade six. They look, when you look, one time I went to, School to pick up my sibling, and I just see, yo, bro, I, I thought I was a big guy that time. Bro, I was a small guy. That fact, bro, huh? I don't know why, but every time I see kids, I feel like they've been kids for too long these days. Yeah, yeah. Like your <laughs> bro, like your sister, bro. Yeah, like, Everybody, I'm on his Bro, like this kid's been six years. for <laughs> ten years, bro. Like grow up, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's yeah, crazy, uh, fam. A lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So think about it from Brother Ryan's perspective. This guy was an adult, and yeah. he was like taking you seriously. And think about how that made an impact on your life. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he, t- like he treated us like adults. He treated mm-hmm. you like adults, and not everybody does that. They're like, yo, this guy, no, bro, this guy is a yell, you know? Yeah. Like talking about death to a person in grade seven, some people would say that's taboo, you know? Or that's, that's just weird. But that's general. just so. Well, I feel like I feel like I feel huh? like. 
it's it's good to talk about. I feel like it's taboo in this country, like Canadian yeah, country. Yeah, you know what, what I mean? That's what I meant. Whereas it's an actual topic that should be talked about more, you know, mm-hmm. because here they don't like to talk about it, you know, because so it's my, yeah, my question would be then the, to connect it. Well, my question would be like, what were some things that happened in your childhood that affected you? Like that we talked about the Dean aspect. What, 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 what things happened early in your life that affected you? Uh, just like with anything in this world, you know, anything like, oh, he started studying better or he started, you know. In my uh, childhood? No, like what happened? Anything that, sorry, not not, not childhood necessarily, but oh, anything, in my life? small thing that happened in your life yeah. that now you started playing basketball, but I don't know, whatever. You know? I would say, I would say one thing is, is kind of uh, putting yourself first sometimes. And an example of that is first year of uni, man, like we came in. You know, big eyes, you know, we didn't know what to expect. Chopping it up every day, eating pizza, pizza every day. One for one. One for one. one, one, for one. one. Whatever, same one shit. Shout out Bilal Sultan. Shout out Bilal. The crust muncher. The crust muncher. That guy, man. One for one, all of you. If you need him to annihilate some crust, he got it. That's my guy, But long story short, like, we were just chopping it up. We were kind of wasting time. And there were so many times where I had things to do. And these guys would say, oh, hop on the game or link up or let's go play ball. And I would just put my work and I would say, yo, let me go have fun, you know. So I kind of like, the, and that kind of led to me being, you know, in some ways it affected me negatively, you know. Mm-hmm. So that kind of helped me realize, yo, I have to, my priority should always come first before anything else. You should worry about yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So worry about yourself. Build good habits, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Have a good schedule, and wallahi, you're gonna see a big difference in your life. I believe yeah, that's just. I agree me. with that. I think for me, uh, also, I have another person who impacted me in my life. But for me, I would say like this is actually a year before Brother Ryan actually taught. The person who affected me the most probably was um, her name was Sister Zahra, and for me, wallahi, one thing. The, Another Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. That was a Hall of Fame teacher. There's not a lot of teachers who I remember that made an impact on me, like I said, but Sister Zahra was one of them too, you know? And I'm not going to lie to you, one thing that I remember, just to, I'll say it quick, is she made towards the end of the year, first of all, she was one of the nicest teachers I've ever had. And and Ismail, you were you were there, great. That's seven. up for debate. Great six, sorry. Yeah, you would, I, I, I agree. I agree. She was like a motherly figure, you know. That's like, up for debate. <laughs> brother Ismail was, ch- I mean, the uh, Khalid was just chilling in Somalia, brother Ma'awis with the two collars. <laughs> two <laughs> collars, two, two kids, nigga. Two collars, two kids. He's talking so nice, brother. He didn't have sister Zahra that that one year. <laughs> the two collar collars. <laughs> yeah, do you know about that drip? <laughs> yeah. That's an African drift. That's not Somali. That's African. You know when they put the belt on, it's serious. The brown belt. Yo, anyways, man. Anyways. So Sister Zahra basically implemented at the end of the year when we graduated from grade six. First of all, why do you have a graduation in grade six? I don't understand that. Going to middle school. Anyways, we had a graduation for grade six. And one of the things that Sister Zahra implemented was basically it was a comparison. Huh? To a sahaba, it was a comparison to a sahaba. So everybody's linked. Yeah, so everybody's linked to everybody has a sahaba that they're linked to, and they basically are compared to those sahabas and saying you have some good. Let's let's just say for example, uh, someone who's trustworthy and and is very has a very close friendship and someone who you could call a friend. I would say Adam Hussein, for example, is 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 Abu Bakr as Siddiq. You know, That's so you can see that. So that was just an example. You know. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, I remember Sister Zahra basically gave me the Sahaba Talha ibn Ubaidullah. She basically said that Talha ibn Ubaidullah was someone who was very respectful and was well-mannered. And I remember that just made me feel like, because first of all, I'm not going to lie to you, like, I don't know, like, I just never really made a conscious effort to do it. And I feel like after she said those good things about me, I just made a conscious effort to be respectful towards people and to be, you know, upfront, trust, try to be someone who's trustworthy and and just have just all overall good etiquette. And I I just made a conscious effort to do that. I can agree. Bugsy has good character. Yeah, I know Smile did not get any comparisons. (laughs) (laughs) You just said they're damn. I didn't come to damn. Uh... Well, that's cr- you know what's crazy. The, the, I'm thinking about like you're talking about like that teacher, Zahra, right? But imagine she's like she's just walking around in her life and now she does has no idea that you're like I'm doing this for Zahra. Yeah, that's she, the crazy part about yeah. these things. You know what I mean? Like, Facts, bro. You like, know what I, I mean? Think, I feel I like I feel like I inspired a million myself. You know? Huh? 
I feel like I inspired a lot of people myself. <laughs> so that's what just I mean, in like, life, you know, like exactly, I'm always nice. Exactly, exactly. Well, I'm not gonna lie to you. It comes to a point where sometimes you're nice to uh, like some little youngin, you know. Yeah. And then one time I saw him. I came to the Mavadi. I see this guy, huge guy. He's like, Yo, Sparrow, what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Yo, yo, what do you say, man? He's like, I'm like, Yo, hop on my team, man. I was like, Ali. This guy's like, Yo, man, I remember you. Remember me, man? <laughs> I was like, yeah, damn, a lie. Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like if Sister Zahra see me on the street, I would every think she'd recommend, like, recognize me. That's this is thing, Somalia, like, actually, right now. Yeah, but I'm saying even if she did see me, I don't even think she remembers me, to be honest. That's what I'm and saying. That's the like, toughest part. The, people, the people who affect you the most, they might not even remember your name or even the way that you look. It's like that's the, it's like the story. An old man came, you know, he saw a young boy, he gave him $20, that boy was LeBron James. <laughs> you know those stories? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those fake stories. Memes, yeah, that yeah. boy was LeBron James. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's about it. Cool. Yeah, man. For me, uh, Again, Mahoy again. It's a funny story. This was back in back in the day. I can't remember when it was, but Mahoy, Alhamdulillah, Bashallah, and Bakla. She, 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 she helps a lot of people. You know, give give charity and stuff, and helping people out and and and, and benefiting people. So then, I always ask Mahoy for like, you know, and Mahoy always always had money to give me, even it's five bucks, you know. So Mahoy, how do you say, oh, thanks, man. Khalid, just give me twenty dollars. Anyways. So every time I ask for money, she, like she always had money. So then I asked, I asked my boy, like, like where's all this coming from, you know? All this surplus of money is always coming back, you know? Even 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 times where I know she's low, you know? Yeah. Even times where I know she's low, she always give me something. Mm-hmm. And then boy told me that that if if you're always helping people and you're always in in aid of people and you give charity or you help, Allah will help you again. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. As as I, I can't remember the hadith said, but it said that Allah. Is it the one where the loan will be multiplied? No, the hadith that says that. Oh, hadith. Oh. Uh, I'm pretty sure that said that Allah is in the aid of someone if the person is, is, is in the aid of a slave, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you have something, Allah helps you out, you know? Nice, yeah, yeah. So, so then it, it brought me to be more sympathetic. And to like, other people. Because I know at the mosque when you see brothers come up the carpets, niggas yeah. dash, you know? You know those ones, huh? Yeah. I'm, leave. I'm always dashing on that case. <laughs> you know? So then it's always good to help, even small, you know? Just going and giving someone a ride, mm. you know, things like bugsy for all the rides. <laughs> well, I had to sneak this right there. Huh? No, you sneaked this to me. What do you mean? You sneaked this to me. Why would you bring that up? I said thanks for all the rides. So, how about me, man? Yeah, you too. And this That's messed up, guys. The man is 20 years old and he just got his G1. <laughs> I can't listen to this guy. <laughs> so, then, yeah, so, so, so then it taught me to always be in the, in the aid of others, you know, and help others. And then it, it brought me to be someone who is not only kind to others, is more sympathetic and yeah. open. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. I think I'll, I'll, I'll say also another story that reminded me of, um, I was thinking about what Khalid said, when it, and it relates to school to um, another person. I just talked about three people, man, but I think, and again, it's a teacher too. Um, Damn, I don't know if I have a person that changed my life. Like you have three. For me, I'm not gonna lie to you. I just I feel like maybe I, do. I don't I'm have a lot of experiences them. that changed me. I feel like it's people who I looked at and inspired me to just change completely. Yeah. Whether it be my mindset or even my behavior in general. Uh, I think Bugs has, has a diary. You know, yours all the shit down. After having stuff, you know. No, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I just feel like people in general. I, I'm not gonna. I, I can I can I can make points to say like obviously my parents and even my uncles and aunts and my AA too like they're people who have a very positive impact in my life. I could talk about two thousand stories about things that they did for me, but for now like I've already talked we already t- as I was already talking about teachers, you know. So mm-hmm. anyways, with it, basically what happened was is I was in grade twelve and for me grade eleven was just I feel like it was just a cru- like I just cruised through it. Because when I was in Kenya, a lot of the curriculum that we were learning was advanced. So when I came back in grade 11, it was just stuff that I already knew. And beginning of grade 12 was the same way. So for me, I just felt like I wasn't necessarily taking it any seriously. And what was scary was in the class that I was taking this with a teacher, I was not failing, but I wasn't doing as well as mm. I could be. So let's just say it's like 70s, you know. And the guy was looking at me and he knew the potential that I had. But for me, like, I was just trying to be, I was a class clown, you know, making jokes all the time, mm-hmm. just trying to uplift the, the mood, you know. And for me, that wasn't my job. My job was there to go to school. And, and for me, I realized that when one day he sat down, and I'm not going to lie to you, teachers in general, a lot of the times, especially when you're in high school, maybe you're in high school right now and you're listening to this, you feel like your teachers themselves have an obligation to worry about you know your well-being whether it be come to your grades and stuff like that but just a wake up like the wake up call like once you get to university you're just a number 
Exactly. You know what I mean? That's just advice for some people that are in high school. So when I was in high school, again, like, I kind of, I, I just thought to myself, like, these teachers, in a way, they're, they're going to help me. And he just sat me down and he said, Yusuf, and he, he talked me through about uh, my plans and asked me about what I wanted to do. And he basically just told me, he said, in this class, man, I know 100% you could do way better, you know, and, and he didn't have to do that. And he took the time out of his day to do this after school, too. And he basically told me that you you have the potential to do so much things. And the way that you're going right now, you're setting yourself up to start bad habits. So when you go into university, you're, you're, you might end up failing. So he just told me, you need to wake up and you need to fix yourself. And I'm only doing this because I care for you. And that right there just woke me up. Mm-hmm. And I realized, mm-hmm. what am I doing? My school should be my first priority, obviously, aside from Dean. You know? Yeah. And, and I should be, like Khalid said, I should be worrying about myself instead of other people. So... Yeah. I feel like that's the biggest thing, man. You know, like it's just a mob mentality back, you know, bro. People, because I'm not gonna lie to you, in a way, friends kind of make you escape into a different world and start thinking about think like you're thinking in the moment. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. you're thinking in the moment and you're not worrying about things part, that are yeah. going on, and you're not necessarily worrying about, like Khalid said, the outside and in terms of your school and all these things. Because it's like when you watch movies, for example. Right, people who are stressed or even read books. A lot of people that are stressed and going through certain things, they do that to escape the world, so they don't have to be within. You know, you yeah. guys get what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. That's like it's, it's, it's important to have good friends, man, to push you. Yeah, you know, study. You know, that's don't, very. Don't I'm not to you. Guys, that's, to your, your don't three, man. that's probably one of the exam. most underrated advice anybody could give you is yeah. to have good friends. Have people, fam, but good friends, well, like, even good friends, like they're gonna tell you, yo, let's link up, yo. It's all gonna come down to you at the end of the day, yo. I can't link up. I have this to do, or yo, I can't jump on the game. I have this to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, in a way. But I'll tell you. I'll tell you how it could. Uh, I'll tell you how in a way that it could. Um, it could be seen as good for a person. Let's just say that are in this. Let's just say they're not even in the same program. Okay, and they're yeah. all doing the, their own things. First of all, if you're in university, you should have a moral obligation to know what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I have to do. I have to study. I have to know. So, regardless, if someone calls you and says, "Yo, hop on PS4," it's like, "No, nah, I gotta study." You gotta have that yourself. But I'm saying, for the most part, like at the end of the day, when it comes to certain things, like if Adam, I'll ask him, "Yo, what are you doing?" Is like, for example, or not even Adam, any person, you know, and says like, "Oh, I'm struggling." Right, I don't know if I want to necessarily stay inside this program. And people come up to me and told me about that, yeah, right? Me too, yeah. And and they say, yo, this is something that I don't want to do. I don't see myself doing this. And even taking your time to advise them, that's yeah, that could be seen as someone okay, who's a good yeah, friend. Yeah, you know? yeah, facts, 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 facts. Yeah. So having that 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 person who you could go to 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 to, to ask for advice is always well, a plus. But imagine, I don't want to say bakhti, but like imagine having someone that's not. I would say. Not on the same wavelength. Like, let's yeah. just say, for example, not necessarily going to school. You know what I mean? Not working. Just basically staying at home. Yeah. They're not gonna be in the same. You know what I mean? The same wave as you. So you guys, in some way, won't relate to certain things. You know? No, but the important thing about having good friends is friends who want you, who want to see you do good. Yeah, to succeed, big, man. Yeah. A lot of people in front of your face, they'll, they'll smile, they'll say hi, they'll chill. But in their heart, they want you to fail. Or they they have no good intentions for you, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So so you you, you want can't friends. tell that though, wallahi, like. Yeah, I feel like you can tell, but like <coughs> you, you can't tell need, unless something happens. You, you know, facts, facts. So you go study. Obviously, you know? good friends is important not only for this world but for your dean too. You know, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a big when one. you go to hell, you know, if no, God, I glitched right there, mm-hmm. my bad. But I'm saying, God forbid, you know what I mean? Like the people of hell, like most of the time, people are in there because they have bad friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when they go in hell, they're enemies, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, also in the Quran, how there was there was a story. I think it's Surah Safat, I can't remember it. Yeah. The, that Surah. But there was a guy who basically, who, who had a bad friend who was calling him yeah. to, to do bad. And the man, he, 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 he basically refused. He's like, you know what, I, I don't want to follow this path. Mm-hmm. And then he left. And then, I, I, it shows the story of Yom Qiyamah, when the person in Jannah, yeah. and then he sees the guy in Hellfire. Yeah. And he says, oh, if I follow, if I follow his path, I would have been, been in that place, alhamdulillah, that Allah saved me. And he's happy because of that. Yeah, he's, he's, happy, he's, he's very happy, happy because... That's the crazy part, yeah. bro. He's happy, you see what I mean? he's happy that he's saved. And that he's this guy's yeah. in hell. Exactly, it's, it's it's a lone wolf, yeah, even a new star. You yeah, know what I mean? You know? it is what it is. I have yeah. a question though. Do you think that you could like live your life without any friends? Do you think that's possible? Wallahi, it depends on the person. Because some people they can't. 
and some people they can live with Allah minimal friends but obviously brother Allah created us to be social yeah, to be, exactly like you need some kind it's of companionship it's hard it's hard I want I want to say it's it's impossible but it's very unlikely you know yeah but sorry, being in isolation is hard man cuz yeah. you 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 need some sort of connection whether it's friendship you know whether it's a spouse mm-hmm. companionship something companionship, yeah. some sort of, of compassionate relationship yeah, with someone yeah yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. I'm not gonna lie to you. For me, man, I don't think I would be able to, to be without at least one. Mm. I just, I just need one. Yeah. That's all I need. But yo, on that point of friends, bro, isn't it crazy how some guys are like, yo, this is my nigga, man. I catch a bullet for him. Yeah. And then say, yo, and then like the story we just talked about, like the guys in hell that are best friends in this yeah. dunya, and they hate each other. They can't even stand each other. Yeah. They're enemies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. That's crazy, that's, that's, man. That's why, like, even guys say, yo, I'm going to take a bullet from my homie. Or that's cap. Nigga, you, know? you know, a lot of times... They probably would, probably but would, I'm yeah. saying, like, it is. look at the back end, you know what I mean? I think it's better. That's the, the crazy future, part, you know? yeah. But that's why you have to have friends who will push you a lot. Yeah. Right. Even, 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 even if you're doing your things, like, if a guy calls you, yo, come hoops, nah, bro, go, go study, you know, or go, or go review, you know, or, like, yeah. exams, it's exam season, yeah. you know, I can't look up, you know? Yeah. And sometimes even telling your friend that I can't make it, I'm studying... It makes the guy himself check, yo, this guy's actually studying, you know? Yeah, I got to fix up. Yeah, yeah. I have to fix up, you know? I yeah. can't believe it myself. You know, OIS, you know, you get to say, what did you get? Yeah, we get it. Yo, yo, yo. Those are bad ones. Those are the worst days, testing. Like me, I'm the kind of guy who I ask everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. I hated guys like that, man. I hated guys like that. When it came to test days, brother, I'm always the quietest one. I'm just sitting in the bar. I know a bunch of guys that took the paper right in their bag. No discussion. No, me, I'm singing. I'm the guy who Some days are like that, but. I'm I ask, yo, this question, what did you give this answer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And things every time I ask, I know I'm going to regret asking. But I have You just need to get that over. Yeah. Ask, you know? It's just what your heart wants, man. You want to get over with it. The worst part is it. Yo, I got 20, so and everyone says they got 29. 54? Yo! <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got CA. <laughs> You're like, what? No, and, no, no, the worst part is not that. The worst part is when more than one guy gets the right yeah. answer, and you're the one guy, yo! Back up. And the worst part is that everyone's gas. I didn't imagine when the test comes, you're the one that got it right, and they all got it wrong. That one needs to feel nice one. That's the best one. That's the That's the rarity. You know, the craziest depression when it comes to school, man, is you knowing that you just completely flopped the test. You... It's the worst no, feeling. Those are the best feelings. Brother, I literally come in with no those. expectation and I get a 50 or 60. I said, Alhamdulillah. No, 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 no. As long as I did Can I say something? Can I say something? I'm saying, I'm glad you studied. You were going into it. You thought you were prepared. Then you come and you flunk it. You yes, know 100%. I'm me. getting a 50 Wallah, or below. I'll, I'll never, I'll those are the class. I'm not going to lie to you. Semester, anatomy class. I came in the exam. I grinded that one. In university, you know what there is? I came the in. I came in. I came in the exam day. I had the exam, fam. Like first, this at OS. Me, I think your OS killed bio. Yeah, yeah. I came anatomy first, eleven or five. I did the exam, fam. Yo, this is light work, bro. Light cheese. I got my, I go on Brightspace. First of all, that's the worst feeling. That notification update. Brightspace is the worst feeling. Nah. I, see small, I see that small orange dot. I press it. It says mark. 45%. No, but at least you felt nice though. Me, there's been exams where I go in. I felt prepared, but I wasn't fully prepared, right? And it's usually auto you the hockey rig, hockey rig. If every, whoever oh. knows about the hockey ring, <laughs> it's just bad, bad results all over. Bad vibes, huh? I had two exams, and both exams I flopped. It's just the statistics are crazy at this point. So I went in there. Wallah, I thought I was prepared. It was first in a class called discrete mathematics. I go I, in. I, I just sound bad. Brother, it has a big clock right there. People are standing up, they're handing in their exams. I blanked out. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what to do. I, Allah, I blanked out. I couldn't even write anything on that paper. I gave the paper, Wallah, shamelessly with nothing. Tell them how much the exam was worth. The exam was worth what? 50. No, no, no. For me, it was worth 80%. <laughs> it was literally, like, I failed the class. <laughs> I failed the class eventually. Like, I had to retake it in the summer. But it's just, Allah, like, Allah, just yeah. uh, I, I have. I was in that uh, same exam. That exam was extremely hard. That, that was, was extremely hard. Oh man! I, thirty minutes. When it was thirty minutes in, I was looking around. I was looking when, at the TAs. But the worst things we see people getting up there. Yeah, this was light work. The scariest feeling is when you're in a test. You're halfway through, and then everybody's just going one by one. They're just and coming. You feel and like yo, I have I'm to hand it in. I feel like I'm the stupidest <laughs> guy. <laughs> 
Bro, honestly, ah, والله يا just those are the ones that I. الحمد لله right now. You know the coolest thing is as a kid I used to think the guys who not even cool but like I thought the guys who handed in the test first I said yo these guys are عجيب ما نقدر these guys are geniuses. And most of the times the guys that are failures. We figured we figured the ball. They didn't know shit. They just handed it like. But you know the crazy. Let me tell you, Allahi, I've never experienced this firsthand, but I know a couple of guys has happened to, and Allahi, I prayed, I prayed to Allah, man, when I first seen this, that it never happened to me. That there's a time, sometimes you know when you're on a test and you have no idea what it is, and you just yeah. say, you know, what? I'm gonna leave this blank. Yeah. yeah. Then the teacher looks at it and said, hey, you left a couple blanks here on yeah. page eight and page nine. Found one guy. He yeah. did, I think he left a whole page empty, and he had it was like an eight-page uh, thingy, right? He said, yeah, I think you left page eight and nine, <laughs> nine, nine not written. And he said, Yep, uh, sorry, I didn't know how to do it. <laughs> the worst one oh, is no, 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 what I think. Please, please, please. I'm just gonna say the same Brother, thing. I'm just gonna say the one. No, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Fam, have you ever reached the lowest point of scummy where I was in exam? <laughs> I write bullshit on the answer. Well, I mean, and then I make it small so she can't read it. It's not legible, you know? <laughs> I said, What are you talking about? It says 48. <laughs> she says, Yo, this is. Not the answer. I was like, "Wallah, this look." <laughs> so I said, "You know, you know what the true and false is." I write the T and I write a little S. <laughs> 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 I write a little. You know the T. I write like F. Right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, "This says false." <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that was the lowest point of the month. That way, that, that way's right that either way. You do it. That way, you're okay. Yo, that that's a pro tip for you guys. What, true or false? Yeah, just to get either something? way. Right at well, T with the, with the line. It goes a long way. Well, it goes a long way. I don't, you, I don't know 100% you guys never experienced this. And I think I told you guys this before. Well, first year, first year, I was inside the gym. I was writing an exam, okay? And everybody, brother, there was a, wallahi, so many guys yeah. there. And basically what happened was, I think my eraser dropped. And someone took my eraser and gave it back to me. Oh. One of the guys that were watching came. He just ripped my paper. He said, he got a zero. Allah. <laughs> <laughs> he got a zero. He got a zero. Yeah, I got a zero. You're joking. I swear to God. That's crazy. For That's everyone. what I'm saying. In front of everybody. <laughs> In front of everybody. You had to do the shape walk. Yeah, I did the walk of shape. I took my, my pencil. <laughs> everyone was probably laughing at your ass, bro. Allah, I felt like the biggest na'as. I think I failed the class too, Allah. <laughs> I just said, yo, this is the biggest of my eraser dropped. And I tr- I went and I was complaining to these guys. I was yelling at them on the way back. I said, bro, bro, bro. Also, you know what also is the worst one? The worst one is when you're ready to answer the thing and then your teacher looks at your paper and says, guys, for question 28, it's a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just you're to not, verify it. You're not supposed to write it like this. Yeah, you're supposed to write it like yeah this. those are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that bad one. That's actually you're struggling a lot at that no. point. Fab, have you ever, like, just the, on that? Yo, but I'm not gonna lie to you, there's been a lot of corrupt teachers that I know, which I love them for this. They come to you and they verify your answer. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I asked them a question, so when I answer this, yeah, this looks good. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. Nah, fam, the worst one I believe is writing essays, man. I had, a, I had an English class. I avoid those. I'm writing an essay. Those. The girl beside me is going off. She's writing four or five yeah, pages. Yeah, essay subjective. Me, I, I, have, like that shit. I have one paragraph. I'm like, this is better now. After four pages. Yeah, wallahi. <laughs> those are the worst. Man, oh, Wallahi man. just Wallahi, we kind of went off on a tangent right hard, there. Hard, hard. But Wallahi, yo, those if you want to hear more of that, we can make a whole episode on <laughs> pro tips and life <laughs> and university life <laughs> and scummy stuff. <laughs> we'll make just the cheats and everything. But yeah, Wallahi, we hope you enjoyed the episode. This was a serious slash funny. So yeah. don't forget, make sure if you guys have any questions, you guys drop them in the curious or cat. comments. Or you, you yeah. know, you want to say anything, what you think, just uh, leave it in the curious cat. Yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you guys for tuning in for this long, and hopefully, we'll we'll talk to you. You'll talk to you guys soon. Anyways, I love you. Uh, Bye. Bye.